Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. I'm Robert. And this episode is, of course, brought to you by our sponsor, Superior Equipment Repair. You can find them at superioreequipmentrepair.com or give them a call at 833-343-7351. So thank you, as always, to Superior Equipment Repair. Yeah, yeah, we had a good day down at the shop on Friday, Robert. You weren't able to make it. You got other duties, but uh, we had a cool guest on. By the time you guys hear this, you already heard it. But uh, Marty was a super cool guy. Come down to the shop, brought the guys a couple beers, and we recorded an episode down there, and it was cool. And uh, kind of be happier to meet the guy, and hopefully we'll see him again. You know, and they got another farmer's beer rep that hunts too that we might get on one day. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, listening to uh, to Marty, I feel like I feel like duck hunting. I know. Especially, you know, and you, you've been to the grasslands before, but I've, I've never, never hunted out there. Uh, I had hardly even driven in the area. Yeah, it's definitely a different world than up here. You know, there are no rice. It's all natural. Uh, graveled paths to the blinds and a lot of the nicer spots. Yeah. Um, the blinds are even different down there. They hunt in, like, concrete Tunes. like cylinders right like cylinders like, yeah yeah there's some pictures on the instagram of that he was a foreman that he had but the same deal was a rounded off blind so yeah they do it quite a bit different than we do it up here and lots of teal and they get a lot of cinnamon too but a lot of green wings spoonies you know we talked about on that last episode but um i don't know super cool area unfortunately my buddy that was the inn for down there moved out of state so uh. i won't be down there unless we want to Maybe we should put in for Los Banos sometime and be refuge rats like that friggin' mullet kid. Well, I mean, yeah, I got to be honest. I uh, every time we talk about duck hunting or or you know any of our our hunting topics, um, I always just feel like doing it. So now after we talked about refuges for for a couple hours, I feel like I feel like hunting a refuge. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, hey, let's. I just telling you today. Remember, I was like, hey, let's put in a ton for yep. you know for the first couple weekends this season and and see if we can get on and yeah between both of us hopefully we can get something it's yeah i haven't got i put in every year for opening weekend and oh, i yeah. haven't been i never get drawn it's been years since i've gotten drawn for any it's hunt. been a long time yeah I've, I, I even put in for just some like i pick know, random, random times yeah. around thanksgiving or christmas probably the same time everybody else does but um yeah it would be nice to get out there opening day you know because it's always good no matter where you're at for that first, first weekend you know yeah, let's put in for Los Banos, and maybe yeah. if if any of our listeners hunt there, and they want to send us GPS coordinates, yes, to their exact spot. Yes, <laughs> we'd so. like to steal your spot. <laughs> That's a good idea, s- man. Yeah, we we like the cyber scout. We don't uh, <laughs> we don't believe in putting in our own effort. Yes, no efforts are punks, man. Yeah, <laughs> just give us the GPS coordinates, and uh, and we'll be there. In fact, maybe you can draw it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Reword that. Any of you get drawn and want to bring us, yeah, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> and please bring some shells and snacks. Uh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, and refuge passes. Yes, and refuge passes. <laughs> yes. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, we're we're doing the uh, home studio again, the garage studio in, in lovely Marysville. Uh, how, was the, how was the drive-in? Were they still working on 70? Yeah, oh yeah. I don't know when they're going to be done with that. They got that bridge done quicker than I thought. Yeah. But uh, they're still working on it. I, I think they milk this stuff out. But uh, they got the forty-five mile per hour speed limit oh, posted. Yeah, that everybody goes seventy through. Right. Except yeah. for the one friggin' schmuck that I get in front of it. <laughs> well, if they say forty-five, I better do thirty-five. Like, 
So I understand if people are working on the highway to have it, like if they're actively working. That I I get it, right? You don't want me. people flying by. But on a Sunday, no one's right. at, no one's working on it, right? It's just I agree. Stagnant. And there's some little weird turns and stuff, but really, 45. Yeah. I, and I think they know that nobody's going to do it, but it might it it keeps me from going 75. Yeah. You know, I'm going 55, 60, but I'm not going 70, so maybe that's why they're doing it. I don't know. Was there a lot of traffic coming into town? Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. coming back with their trailers. Yep. and Yeah. All the, the uh, that's the, yeah, Marysville like doubles in size on Sunday afternoons just oh, for yeah. everyone coming down from Grass Valley and, yep. you know, all the, all the mountain places. I've, I've been, uh. I've been going out a lot on Saturdays trying to get some hikes in. So too. Is that where you've been? i seen. Where were you at yesterday? I've seen the pictures on Instagram. Uh, I went on this trail above Downeyville. Oh, you went way up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before that, the the weekend before that, I went up to uh, Spalding. So this isn't like hunting. I'll spot burn on hikes all day long because, you know, half of <laughs> half the people out there. are granola heads anyway, dude. Yeah. That's so true, yeah. right? So I... Um, so we did the week the weekend before uh, we hiked from Emerald Pools, which is a super popular area. Yeah. Um, right now it's okay because the river's too Freeze too fa- yeah too fast and too cold. Um, but we hiked from Emerald Pools up to Lake Spalding. That was cool because the the river you know lots of waterfalls and and uh, and just a lot of water. And a lot of snow up there still. No, no, um, not not there. There wasn't. But the lake was hella cold, hella full, which is cool. Because two years ago I was up there and uh, during the drought still, and it was really low. Yeah. So it was cool to see it, see it full and and blue and. Um, but that was that was pretty cool. And then, actually, hardly anyone was there. We saw a group from a Catholic camp. That was that on our way back down. Um, Catholic camp must have been nearby because I didn't see any buses at the trailhead or anything. But they had uh, the priest and the nuns like in their full like garments hiking. Really? <laughs> yeah. The nuns even? I the, mean, yeah. They were wearing you know like I don't know what the, what's I'm not Catholic yeah. so I don't know what it's called. But they're hiking in that they're hiking. Like dress shoes and everything. No, they had like hiking boots. Wow. But they they were wearing you know the. The, the garb, I don't know what it's called. Uh, my wife grew up Catholic. I can make, but I won't hear. <laughs> um, yeah, that Spalding's a cool lake. I, I I wasn't there, but my boat was a couple years ago. Yeah. I loaned it to McGrath at the shop, and him and a couple guys at the shop went out there and caught a couple monster fish. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's yeah, a cool lake. I'd like to get back up there. I, I still ain't got my boat out. Here we are down near July, and I, my boat just sitting full of beer cans in the driveway. Well, maybe you see Slough House Social's open again? No. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. I just I just saw on, online that they were open. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that, there's that a might Facebook motivate post. me to get out there. Yeah. I got to get my little Hank out on the river and do something, man. Yeah, so get down to Well, the after place. today, I mean, this will be old news by the time, because uh, we already posted it, but uh, I was flying around all over the valley today. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, my buddy, Joel... Where he's going to get a plug, I might get in trouble for my boss for this, but he does the same thing at work as we does, but JTS in Grass Valley, uh, good buddy, we've been buddies since high school, and uh, he asked me if I wanted to fly with him this morning, he recently got his license in a plane, and he keeps his plane in Auburn, but he uh, said, hey, I'll just meet you in Orville, go there to Orville, and I'll pick you up. Yeah. 
And he said, yeah, we'll fly around here. We'll look for your duck blinds and all that. And, uh, yep, he picked me up. We went flying. Went, you know, of course, I, I'm fascinated with the butte. So he flew me all around the butte. And that was neat, man, seeing the aerial view. And there's little ponds up there and stuff. And really? Probably, yeah, probably not every year, but this year. Yeah, a lot of a lot You can see rain. some man-made dams and stuff up in there that somebody made. But, yeah, it's, it's holding water up there and stuff, and it just, it was neat. You know, we went all the way 360 degrees around it, you know. And then we uh, followed the uh, bypass down to where our duck blinds are. Sure. You know, it's found that refuge, and you're not allowed to fly too close by the refuges. You know, they don't want you scaring birds and stuff. Right. But we were able to get down low enough. I, I, I mean, you can see our blinds clear as day from the air. I'm guessing the ducks probably can too, but... Uh, everything was planted where we wanted to see it planted, and it was it was neat. There's water all over this valley still, yeah. and it was exciting. Uh, we couldn't go over to our D10 area. He could have if he called in, but I tell you, don't worry about all that. But because it, it's in the too close to the Beale flight path. Oh, okay. So we were right on the outside edge of it, and uh, that makes sense because I can see from my house. Uh, sometimes we can see the U2, and then. A lot of times you'll see like those little, I think they're T-38, like trainer planes, yeah, that yeah. jets that they fly around. And where we're at, I mean, it, it's almost like we're on the flight plat. You know, I know the runways are facing yeah. that way. So um, I I said, ah, oh, don't worry about it. That's all right. We don't need to go over there. But uh, did that, landed in Willows for lunch. That was kind of cool. Had a nice little diner there at the airport in Willows and uh, had a nice lunch and uh, fueled up and headed out again. And so from Willows, going back to our farmer's brewery wasn't very far out of the way. Sure. I wish they had a landing strip. I'd have stopped in, had a few. But uh, they probably have a crop dust. Yeah, they probably have something for (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, we we found it. Um, It's kind of crazy. We fly these things. I'm a mechanic and seeing some of this stuff. It's like, eh, we fly this thing? But uh, it it all works. And... uh, you know, we're not using, we're not putting in like coordinates or anything. We're just looking for stuff, you know. And uh, I kind of had an idea where it was at according to the river and the bridge, that new bridge they're building up there. And uh, sure enough, we found it and made a pass by and stuff, got some pictures. That was cool. So then headed back to Oroville. He dropped me off and I come down here. But that was super cool to get some pictures up and great day for flying. It wasn't at all bumpy or anything. And well, I appreciated the hell out of it. My buddy Joel helped me out like that. So, so I know you posted some photos so get, folks can look, but it looks like right now you look down from the sky over the valley, and what do you see? I mean, it looks like rice. and Rice everywhere, and just water. It looks like all rivers. The, the rivers are full. I mean, canals are canals, full. Canals, yeah. Duck um, clubs. All the duck clubs look full. I mean, because we went you know, right over the sink, so we're going all right. over them high-dollar club, and every one of them is filled to the brim. You know, and it's 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 got to be good for the hatch, the local hatch, I would think. Yeah. You know, so it was it was exciting for sure to see all that. I'm glad he offered. He just called me. Hey, you might want to like to see that. You know, your duck blood. I said, oh yeah. And it, yeah, it was neater than hell. You can see the uh, see the different different small towns. There's not not much to them when you're over them. Yeah, when you're over them, yeah. You know, and it's just amazing how quick you get you know we're over the buttes and i'm like yeah let's just you know i'm kind of pointing in the direction of our blinds I'm like well just kind of follow the bypass down we're probably around that corner no we were way over it we were over the top of it right you know there's this one huge club you know just to the 
north of our place we hunt and uh i'm looking at I'm like what club is that i'm like oh god i know exactly where we're at right you know and uh then oh yeah here's the refuge over here and we, we've seen it all pretty easy and i don't know maybe i missed my call and i should have been a navigator because i was able to find <laughs> ducks and beer pretty easy from the air or duck hunting blinds and breweries from the air so yeah but yeah a lot of fun man a lot of fun no that's could you imagine uh you know someone like you with a plane you'd be in trouble <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there's a reason they have all that uh stradient stuff to get a license yeah that could be trouble but uh they uh, uh that'd be pretty cool though you know your your out-of-state hunting opportunities would would increase you know you want to fly up to washington and do some oh yeah some duck hunting in the winter well he's even you know he's got a smaller plane it's a grummond or something it's yeah, there's not a lot of them. He made the analogy to me like a Piper and a Cessna is like a Ford and a Chevy, mm-hmm. and a Grumman's like a Mopar, meaning you're kind of a little bit of an outlier. If we're speaking uh-huh. in old car type terms, you know, it was everybody's kind of Chevy Ford. This thing's a little bit different than the rest of them, you know. Right. And uh, it's a cool plane, you know. And uh, he's actually talking about flying back to friggin' Missouri in it. Really? You know, after you can only go three hours yeah, without getting say- fuel, but, you know. That'd be pretty cool. Well, three hours in a plane is going to be a lot different than three hours driving. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, but you're cramped in there. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? I mean especially with that, he's a fairly big guy and me. We're pretty cramped in there. It's but, pretty loud. Uh, yeah, he's got headsets, though. So it's all right. I mean, today was a super nice day for flying. It wasn't really bumpy at all or anything. But, uh, yeah, you're right. If you did that hunted, you could be wherever you wanted, you know. You want to deer hunt the, uh, like, northeast California? Yep, I know they got a, a little pl- uh, or a little airport up there. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy the way it works. There's like no buddy there. It's all kind of you start radioing to you know, hey, coming into Willows, and okay, know, yep, I'm going this, and you know, they, they assign you a runway, or I, well, I guess I there's mean, probably you only kind one. Kind of assign right? it to yourself. Yeah, you know. And today was a slow day. There wasn't a lot of people out. Oroville, there wasn't hardly anybody there. There wasn't hardly anybody in Willows either. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, you know, I don't want to say honor system, but, I mean, yeah, you're, it's the pilots communicating amongst themselves, you know. Yeah. So I would think of, like, a Lincoln Airport is busy as heck. That must be a bit of a shit show sometimes, you know. Well, there's probably a lot more uh, people with planes there, too. Sometimes. I know Auburn's a popular one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, and that's where he's at. So, yeah, you're, you know, it takes time to fuel and everything, and, say without anybody officially running it you get old guys have been doing this forever they just kind of do what they want you know <laughs> like you know <laughs> so but uh i don't know it was cool you know it's just kind of funny i think back man i've known this guy forever and some of the dumb stuff we've done in the past and now i got this guy flying me around it's kind of crazy your, man your life is in his hands <laughs> but it's his own life too now mind you if i if he put me in it like yeah it's all right i might second guess him it's like, all right you're in here with me fucker so i guess we're okay well, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you ever go to the dentist and you ever get a young dentist? I have, Adam. Yeah, they're not, they're not actually, they're supposed to be better because they're, they're, you know, fresh out of school. But the first time I had a dentist that, you know, looked like he was my age, kind of freaked me out a little bit, right? Because I'm like, I'm used to, you know, doctors, dentists always being older. And now, now this dude looks like he's 36, 35 and he's, he's about to give me a root canal. 
Yeah, as you get older, that happens a lot. You're thinking, man, I'm freaking older than this guy, and he's doing this. Yeah, it, that happens with life, man. Yeah, so yeah. true. <laughs> but for, you know, for the first part of your life, everyone's older, right? Yeah, All the experts yeah. are older, exactly. so there's that trust and yeah. age. It's like, yeah, you got some kid freaking working on your mouth. Like, does he don't know what he's doing? He don't look old enough to freaking buy beer. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to do a root canal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how does he know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he went to school for it. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, I mean, shoot, I'd, some days I'd love to to fly around here before uh, before driving. Some of the traffic in the valley sucks. Yeah. Sundays and- especially. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, I mean, that's just the way it is. Hopefully, they build a bypass around Marysville one day, like they keep talking. But I mean, either that, or they're gonna have to build a new highway and make it Marysville irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, just just you know, no one's gonna be driving through it because there's gonna be some highway that doesn't exist right now. Uh, they were talking about doing a bypass. I heard. Yeah, I've heard that. They need. I mean, they need to. I mean, it's just. It's a joke, you know, and then that tunnel where a truck gets stuck in on the week. Why don't they raise that thing? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I there's got to be a reason we don't know about, but I mean, it's ridiculous, you know. Well, uh, you know, there's it's a crazy, crazy place right now. Um, with the summertime, I, I don't know, we're gonna get off on these tangents on this podcast, <laughs> but you notice it's like uh, all the all the homeless are back now that it's it's warm enough for them to be wherever well, yeah they're like lizards man sun comes out they're out yeah 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 this morning i was driving and and there's this uh lady crossing the the main street over by the bridge in marysville and just go walking back and forth just screaming at all the cars it was wild yeah i've uh seen quite a few odd occurrences going through marysville or I used to fuel up on Linden on the way to work when I worked at the mill. And I thought I'd be in there at like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I got to see, you know, some of the finest. Uh, Linda had to come out at night. Well, it's like our the guys that we duck hunt with that aren't from this area. But, you know, they, <laughs> they drive in. And, of course, you know, duck hunting, you're, full, you know, you're driving through town at 4 or 5 yeah. in the morning. And, you know, imagine who they're seeing <laughs> at 4 and 5 in the oh, morning yeah, walking yeah, they're, around. Yeah, they're covering some nice little town in the bay or something. Or, you know, yeah, it's pretty funny. Or, you know, a hoity part of Ro- Roseville. And yep. you know, oh, my gosh, you know. Ah, Roseville's got bums, too. I mean, I think about everywhere this state does now. Uh, well, San Francisco, you know, San Francisco's like a freaking. It's getting uninhabitable. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I haven't been there for a yeah. while. I, mean, I used to love going there. I thought it was sure. cool. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully, you know, the pendulum will swing. Well, I mean, at, at this point, the problem is no one wants to admit that their, 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 whatever ideas they had, they suck and they didn't work. Yeah. So instead of just admitting that and saying, oh, yeah, we we're wrong, that's not a good idea. And it produced horrible results. They just like, you know, these people just smile and pretend like life's great and California's awesome and, yeah. <laughs> and keep moving on. Yeah, it's a bit troubling. It is pretty awesome here when you don't think about the taxes or the homeless or the smog or any of the other things. But, yeah, it's... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I think if if we lived in San Francisco or something, you'd probably have it. Shoot, I'd have a different perspective if I lived in Sacramento. Yeah, it's a, it's a different world. But, you know, I think everything north of Sacramento, it's not perfect. We've still got problems like everyone else, but it's, it's also not horrible. Yeah, exactly. And if you're, you know, going to 
housing is still semi-affordable here. I mean, a guy puts his nose down, can buy a house. You know, it might yeah. not be right where you want a bunch of land, but a guy can still do it. And you know, we're probably the best state for outdoors. I mean, the hunting's still good. None. I don't know. I'm not a big game guy, so I don't know much about. Uh, I, I heard it's not as good as it used to be. No, and it's you know you got it. Uh, the the real good zones are harder. It takes years to get drawn for and stuff. And you know the D three through five and stuff is kind of tough, unless you got a private spot or something. You know, but no, nah, it's good. Turkey hunting's good. Duck hunting's good. Dove hunting's good. Fishing's like, good. Fishing's good. If you like hiking like you do, there's a million places to go Skiing, and do that. snowboarding. You know? Yeah, yeah. You can fish rivers, yeah. lakes, yep. ocean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you can that's do it why all. we got so many people here. Most popular state in the re- you know, union for a reason. Well, it's true. I was, I, uh, I talked to one guy years ago I worked with. He moved from uh, back east, and he was just surprised at how outdoors Californians are, right? Like how outdoorsy we are. And his theory is just that, you know, really 12 months of the year, you can do outdoor stuff here. It, the weather's, you, you know, even in Northern California, it might be rainy and cold, but there's outdoor activities for that. Yeah. Whereas like back East, think of, you know, you're in some city, like, you yeah, know. You're just hunkered down, dude. Yeah, you know, for exactly. For six months out of the year, you know. Yeah. They, you know, have you seen those big cities back East where they have the tunnels between the buildings? Yeah. For yeah, the wintertime? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're living like a rat, you know? And yeah. I don't mean that in, like, a bad way, but I mean, like, you're burrowed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you got to be because everything gets freaking frozen, you know? Yeah, it's pretty wild. You know, and even, you know, here, even, like, February, some Februarys, I mean, it's freaking 65 degrees in the freaking, you know, middle of February. Most places got snow on the ground, you know? So Yeah, so our weather, but, yeah, so, you know, this, this time of year, I've been doing a lot of hiking, like we talked about, and it's a, so... When you think about like outdoors, I don't know if this makes any sense, but I was talking to my wife. I said, so hunting is predominantly conservative, right? I mean, 90, I don't know, let's say 98% of hunters are, are probably lean conservative politically. Yeah. They're not all. It's not 100%. Nothing there, is, yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some more liberal-minded folks that, that hunt different things. I mean, it's a fun thing to do. Most people should do it. It's pretty enjoyable. Um, and then... Fishing, right? Fishing's like a mixed bag, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really mixed. And then, like, but the hiking side of it, like hiking, rock climbing, like that that side, mountain biking, that's like the hunting version for, but on the other side, yeah. right? It's probably like 98%. Yeah, that's probably the other way around, yeah. Right. Yeah, that is, and that's true. Yeah, that's why you go up there and see 100 freaking Subarus stickers all over the Subarus. Well, now Teslas. Oh, that's kind yeah. of the new one. Uh, I've noticed that because they're building these chargers in more places so they can, because before they're limited to their 50 miles or what, I don't know how long those things go, but I think they go more than that, right? I think 200 maybe. Uh, Maybe 200, yeah. Until how much I know about Teslas. I don't, I don't like them. I mean, I, I get it for certain circumstances. It would never work in my world, but, you know. Yeah, I mean. I, so I have no problem against Teslas or any electric vehicles like Rivian trucks, whatever. Like that's fine. I think there's a there's a market for everything. My problem is the reason that they're marketed. It's is that they're marketed as like environmentally better. Than, yeah, and we all know that's most definitely. Yeah, not. I don't. Yeah. I mean, then, I don't think the evidence is there for that at all. No, and then like say we and in the 
the news and things I listen to, you hear about what are we going to do with all these batteries. The battery disposal. Um, I mean, yeah. power is made by something, and wind and solar can't do everything. I heard the mining's not very good for yeah, the environment. The mining's horrible. And it's also like slave labor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like straight up slave yeah. labor. Yeah. So in California, think about how wild this is. We're, we're talking about uh, slave reparations, right? Doing yeah. Giving reparations. And, you know, you might say that's a good or bad idea, whatever. Um, keep in mind, California never had slavery. Yeah. So seems like we're kind of the wrong people to have to pay that one. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we're mandating electric cars that depend upon basically slave labor from what i can tell yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we're paying reparations or, or talking about paying reparations while also mandating that we uh you know continue with modern slavery it's pretty wild it's a weird feel-good world right now it's right. uh you know a lot of things don't make sense and the all the crazy stuff that went on during covid now we just uh, all right you know, there's no, oh, man, we were way wrong on this, man. I'm sorry yeah. that I made I think you a lot lock of people yourself just... in a closet for two years. <laughs> uh, we were a little off on this, you know. Sorry your graduation got ruined or your grandma died and you had to talk to her as her class, you know, whatever. It, it. I think a lot of people are just kind of, or a lot of companies and, and government organizations, cities, they're just like pretending like that crazy crap didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, actually, I went to the dentist Friday, and it was the first time I'd been there since I didn't have to wear a mask in there. Ah. But six months ago, I had to wear a mask in there. Yeah. Because, you know, dentists are still all under that, and the vets, too. I don't know, the vets loved it. Oh, yeah, because they, they, they if you're a vet, a yeah, you'll deal with the animals, but the people are the worst part oh, yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. So they were, I was like, are you kidding me? I can't go in there. No, 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 no. I'm like, yeah. And they and they, they were like the dentist office. That went way on longer than everything else, you know. Well, I mean, if I'm a veterinarian, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, that's gonna be the new standard operating from yeah. that point forward. Is oh yeah, I can see your dog, but you're gonna yeah, have to sit yeah, in your car. You stay outside. Yeah, I'll text you the information. Yeah. You can pay online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to deal with people anymore, man. Well, I. Yeah, I mean, you got to think though for vets how emotional some people get with their pets, and I'm, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I get pretty emotional with dogs I, too. Yeah, I love my dog. Yeah, you know, I I get it, but I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, blazing towards them yeah. that isn't their fault or, you know, couldn't you have did something? So I get it, but. Yeah. This, uh, like, you know, they have pet insurance, like health insurance for yeah. your pet. Yeah. I don't have that. It's uh, not a bad idea. I know a guy in our club had it and it saved him. Oh. You know, a dog with some bad feet and uh, it saved him. He spent. He would have had to spend a lot of money. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, I looked into it for Laverne, and I want to say it was like 75 bucks a month. So you start adding it up. I mean. And, I mean, you're not getting nothing off your front line and your friggin', uh, well, I don't use front line. I, she takes a pill now. She so don't put the stuff on her back. But, and then the heart guard and all that. You're still paying full freight on that. And I mean, she doesn't need to go to the vet every three months for something. Yeah, that's that's nearly a thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and it's yeah. like ah, I, I I don't. I mean, I just had to take Laverne to the vet because uh, or she had a cough, and that was it was a little more expensive. They had to put her under. It was like six hundred bucks, but still, that that pet insurance wouldn't have covered it, you know. So, I thought I was gonna have to take my dog to the vet recently. She, uh, I don't know, I don't know if your dog ever does this, but 
you know, once in, once in a while, she'll just eat something. Most of the time, something she's not supposed to, she'll get into it and we won't notice. And, you know, she throws up. And uh, so she did that, uh, I don't know, a week or so ago. And then, no big deal. We just softened the diet for a day or two, you know, mix and give her some rice and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then a good amount of time went by and she seemed to be normal. And then... Then my kids were were out of the house, uh, my wife and I, and we come back and the kids, oh yeah, she threw up again. I got kind of worried. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah that's kind of weird. Like that, you know, that close, within like a week's time frame or something, twice. Yikes! So, I was getting kind of kind of concerned, and I'm like, man, what is going on? So, and I asked my kids, like, did, like, do you know why? Oh no, well we have no clue. Well. I have these freaking spicy uh, Hawaiian <laughs> duck sausages. <laughs> and oh, and she got on the counter or something and caught them. <laughs> yeah. So they. So like we're. So you know how kids are. You tell them. You you talk about this and they're like, oh, I have no clue. And then yeah. as time passes throughout the day, like later in the day, they're like, well, she did get up on the counter and eat all yeah. the sausages. <laughs> Yeah, kids are checked out. I deal with that all the friggin' time, man. It's like, oh yeah, well those, and those you, you've had those, I think, before the spicy wine. Oh yeah, and she they're, had a they're whole pack hot. of them, and she's yeah. not used to that, so yeah. They're pretty darn hot. Yeah. Those things, I mean, they're not unbearable for me, but by any means, because I like hot food, and I think they're. But for, as far as just like your your standard food goes, like it's hotter than than a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. It's it's spicy. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, well, that's why she threw up. Yeah. And then, oh, they didn't put two and two. Yeah, you didn't want to start with that. You yeah. could have, you know, I'm freaking out talking about, you know, it's, okay, you know, I think it was a weekend or something. So we're like, okay, we're going to have to call the vet the next day. And yeah. I'm like, oh gosh, you know, hopefully everything's okay. And then I find out, <laughs> oh, she ate the spicy Hawaiian duck sausages. <laughs> That'll do it every time, man. Like, yeah, those make me. <laughs> <laughs> Those make me a little uh, sick too. Sometimes yeah, if you eat too many of them. <laughs> I yeah. Too many of them give me some some stomach issues myself. So what are you doing next weekend? You got a camping trip planned or something? Uh, no, we're going to uh, Washington State. Oh, yeah, gonna go uh, to a friend's. Uh, they're doing like a wedding vow renewal ceremony thing. Oh, for a ten year anniversary. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, my wife. That's one of those things my wife and I had talked about doing one time, and then um, I just kind of let that anniversary come and go back when we crossed the 10-year path and didn't do anything, <laughs> didn't bring it up or anything, and then then my friend has to do it, so now that conversation got brought back up. You know, I thought we were going to do that. Ah, uh, yeah, that yeah. makes it a little rough. Yeah, now, with these renewals, does it, is it like a real wedding? Like, do you this have to bring them presents and stuff? This will be the first one I've been to. I think you know, they listen too. So if they listen. Um, I'm probably not bringing you a gift. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't blame you. Um, I br- I brought them a gift for the first one, and yeah, I officiated their wedding. Oh, but this will be the first thing I've ever been to like this. I've heard of them. I have two, and I, I've seen it more of like. Well, I haven't, but I mean, the, I pay attention to like 50 years. And you see these old people that, you know, yeah. or maybe even a 20. I was going to say 50, like, 50, yeah, I think we know you're committed to each other at 50 years. Well, what is the reason of this to, like, recommit? I, I, I don't know. It, it, I think it's like just a, more of an, like a, like a group 
celebration for your anniversary is the way I'm thinking it might be. That sounds horrible. I mean, <laughs> I've been married plenty of times, but I never got close to a renewal. I just get another one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, why would you, you know, yeah, why are you going to take your car and get it detailed and get an engine replaced and everything? Well, you just buy a new car. Yeah, and I mean. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. I should ask him. I want to ask him. Did you think about just divorcing her instead? <laughs> You did it? Oh, well, you oh, should I'm listen sure to my there's podcast. there's some marketing behind this that make it, you know, Maybe. like all these holidays are important now that aren't important, but if you don't do anything. I got to Google this. Maybe I am supposed to bring a gift. Maybe this is a way to get all your friends to give you stuff. It might be. And I mean, I, I could, I can understand that, I guess. But gosh, the amount of money of a wedding costs these days, and then you're going to do it over. Well, they, so they, it's kind of cool. They live in a, a kind of a touristy area, like in in washington not city at all you know they they have like uh you know half their neighbors are are these like cabin rentals oh that's so, cool so they're doing it at their so they're kind of yeah they're, they're yeah. doing it on their property and then um folks are just like f- that are coming up like myself are gonna stay in like the cabins that oh, that's you cool. know rent the cabins they're there. flying up uh we're gonna drive cool yeah i like to drive i like to drive that's cool yeah. to drive well, and this is this is Western Washington, so it's just up to five. Yeah, it's not Eastern like you know we went to. Well, even with fuel prices, that's cheaper than you buying tickets for your whole clan, I would think. Well, yeah, it's just my wife and I going. The oh. reason, but it is cheaper because we'd have to. They're not you know in a city, so we'd have to fly to Seattle and rent a car. Yeah, and in then Seattle. yeah, so you might you know when you add all that, you might as well just drive. Yeah, I mean what. Was it twelve hours or a little less? Twelve and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've but we we've I mean we've made that drive quite a few times. I don't know. I love driving. I'll drive anywhere. Don't yeah. bother me, man. We've driven to because uh, my wife has family outside of Seattle in the Puget Sound area, so we've made that drive quite a few times, and it's no big deal. We'll get up early, leave at like four in the morning. So when are you leaving then? Friday or something? Yeah, yeah, we'll leave on a. Uh, actually, I think we're leaving on a Thursday. Oh, okay. I think it's bad. I don't have my calendar. So you'll in front be of back me. by Fourth of July. Coming back July third. I'm curious how that's going to work. Oh man, you're going to get some traffic. Yeah, yeah. What's it on this year? Like a Tuesday or something, right? Yeah, it's on a Tuesday. So I'm yeah. a little worried that we're, I'm going to have a ton of traffic that Monday. But as long as I can get up early enough to get past. Um, what is it, Portland and Vancouver, or I guess Vancouver and then Portland, Vancouver, Washington, and then Portland, yeah. that'll be fine. Those those are the worst uh, traffic spots going that direction. From here, from Marysville to basically Portland's fine. Eugene might have a little traffic, but there's no... Nothing major. Yeah, like when we went up there, we got off five early, but go through Bend. Bend's full of bums, remember that? Yeah. yeah. Did do drive through Yakima too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was wild west over yeah, there. That yeah, was. yeah, that was. Yeah. I like see I like that part of Oregon and Washington. I like the the eastern side better. Yeah. That Columbia River and stuff's pretty cool that we drove by. Yeah. So I do want to hunt the western side though. I want to hunt western uh Washington. I wonder what they got available over there. Well, I know their honkers are like their limits are way smaller. Oh really? Yeah. Um 
and you might even need some kind of special stamp or something. I don't I remember. We took the we we had to get like the Washington license, and there was yeah. all those options, and we were we had to kind of work through that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's always kind of a trip when you hunt a different state and trying to understand what their what yeah, their different sure stamps and yeah. endorsements mean. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit. I just think of like that friggin' Ramsey dude that goes all over the world. Imagine figuring this out for all these countries and stuff. Right. You know, the amount of license. I would I would love to know what his hunting license bill alone is in a year. You know, think about it, all these places you go in and hunting, you gotta pay everywhere you go, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean what's crazy is that you know, man, California is so expensive for hunting licenses. Our out of state license in, in a lot of places is cheaper than a resident yeah. license here. Yeah, I mean, I because I just recently bought all mine because you know I needed to put my for my deer tag in, and yeah, I'm, everything was available except for federal duck stamp wasn't out yet. It is now. I heard right. swans on it this year. I guess. Oh, okay. Um, nice bird. Yeah. We can't hunt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I want to say it was like a hundred and sixty something bucks for deer tag and you know upland game. Upland games went through the roof. You know. Yeah. If they're sending it to good use and they mean it and they really are, I mean, it is what it is. But uh, Well, the problem is is there's less hunters. It has to go up, too. That's yeah. another. So not only do, does everything just go up because of inflation and just cost of doing business, but then every time a hunter drops off, it increases the price. You know, and I mean, you know, talking to like we did, who we did last week, you feel like there's more hunters than ever. Right. But it's because we're hunting in less of an area than ever. Exactly. Because it's shrinking constantly our our habitat. You know? Right. That's why it's so important. C W A. You know we oh, we'll say it all the time. You know, and all these houses being built. I mean, I see it right behind our shop in Lincoln. That's like a wetland now. That we Lincoln was a wetland. Yeah. Now. Why don't they have to build like a refuge to mitigate the new they development? They do. They they do in it, but it's all unhuntable area. That's what I mean. They they do like the garter snake mitigation stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But. Why don't they Fairy have to mitigate the recreation that they take away? Yeah, they don't have to do that. And I mean, the birds, seems like they should. It seems like they should, but they don't care. There are enough of us to worry about, you know. Oh, well, that's that's the problem, right? Yep. Yeah, that's why. I mean, even even myself. I mean, sometimes it sounds silly and like juvenile, but you know, sometimes it's easy to get kind of negative and and dumb about these things, you know, and be like, oh, good, you know, no one's no one's hunting. I'm gonna have the place to myself, and like, yeah, ha, ha, yeah. Ha, you know, get kind of greedy with this stuff, but. We, long term, we gotta have we gotta have oh, yeah, people. We gotta, yeah, yeah. And the and the guys that are into it and stick with it, they'll yeah. all grow up. You know, we all do. You know, not everybody's is you know over the top. Sure, as some, but I mean everybody. You know, and and when I say grow up, even just guys starting older in life that yeah starts being less important of you know the you know count of birds you got or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's because, I mean, when's the last time, what's the last refuge we built? Yellow? Is that the last one? It's one of the newer ones, Lano isn't it? Lano newer, oh, too. okay. I know that. Cool. Yeah, that one, I want to say late 90s or something, that one came online. That one's... It's been, that's 30 years. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we've had more development since then. A lot more development. Seems like we should be building more refuges. Well, like I say, I remember when I first started going down to Lincoln working, you know, 20-something years ago. That was wetlands all over. And yeah. I've seen oh, yeah. now it's all in that, you know. Yeah, and honkers. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. And now it's all houses, you know. Right. 
And turkeys, honkers, still mallards. Still turkeys down there. but Yeah, turkeys can survive in urban environments. Yeah. Yeah. But when you get off, you know, the old bypass, you know, or the new bypass, if you get off, like, going to into Old Town Lincoln, coming north from, like, Roseville, mm-hmm. on the right, many of you guys that drive this know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a, there's a little wetland right there when you're getting yeah. off to go to Lincoln Boulevard. That, right after they built that bypass... Um, was loaded with mallards constantly. I remember duck season, I'd be having a shitty year or whatever, and I'd see mallards just down there like crazy. Last couple of years, even last year, we had ducks everywhere. There weren't any birds down there. Well, I remember the thing about Lincoln is, you know, how it's kind of uneven ground in a lot of those areas, and it's, it's like... It's, it's like pothole region. Yeah, pot, right. And after a lot of rain, you drive, you see tons of ducks sitting oh, in yeah. these little, these little freshwater ponds. You still do. It's just less of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, right behind our shop, we have a big expanse of open ground, but until the next where the housing development starts, it's a pretty big chunk of ground, and it's full on wetland out there. I mean, we have mallards out there all the time. They just recently had dried up and they left, but uh, they're out there all the time. Well, and it's kind of cool. And it's like, well, I mean, this used to be everywhere, you know. Right. So, and now, like you said, there's houses everywhere. There's yeah. some industrial. I think they're taking some of the rice. If I interpreted the signs right, maybe I, mean, maybe I didn't. But I, I think the for sale signs on some of those rice fields on off 99 now are like they're they're selling uh, farm rice land for to be development. So yeah, yeah, for industrial development, like industrial park stuff. Yeah, it makes me nervous, man. I mean. There's one good thing about these left-winger hippies around is a lot of them, we can come together on conservation. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all need a place to live, and I get that, but, I mean, we got, I, I don't want to see, the, you know, the number of farm ground keep shrinking. No. Now. Well, that, I mean, look at what's, you know, happening in Ukraine and stuff, and they grow a lot of grain. Like, thankfully, the U.S. still produces a lot of food, but we don't want to be dependent on yeah. other countries more than we are for everything no, else. no. I don't know. A guy I know, a buddy of mine, he said this to me years ago. We were down doing a, working in a, on a work day at the club I had before I got hooked up with you guys. And uh, he was saying one day, it might be a thousand years from now, they're going to be tearing down houses in this valley to farm again. Interesting. You know what I mean? you got the most fertile valley yeah. in the world. Yeah, why would you want to build there? Building houses on it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I... I can see at some point, you know, nope, sorry, this is the hood now. Uh, we're tearing this down. We're farming it again, you know. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty wild, too, those track housing. Yeah. How expensive they start out and how nice they are starting out. And, you know, a decade later. Yeah, they're cra- all killing yeah. their puppies. And then, uh, yeah, kind of crappy later in the hood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to see that out. You know, and the older I get, the more I see it. You know, areas where I remember... Oh, that's like the Sunrise Mall. Ooh, the Sunrise Mall. That place, now they're tearing it down and freaking out of the hood over there, you know? Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. And I see, like, they're building off uh, Fitiment out there in Baseline. That's going to go all the way to 99. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's yeah. just houses as far as that. They're putting a Costco out there. Um, That's just going to go. And I mean, I used to dove hunt right down the road from there. And I remember when Onyx first come out. We looked yeah. on there because we didn't we didn't know whose land we were hunting on. But like it's Costco. No, <laughs> oh, it was uh, like KB Homes. Oh or something. Yeah. yeah, and this was years ago. So I mean, if you look, they, they you know they're getting ready for what's coming next. Yeah. You know? Oh I yeah, they'll it. buy the land. For, well, know, well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah well decades ahead. in advance. You know. Yeah. 
and I see there's a big chunk of ground for sale in Lincoln right there by Coon Creek. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, it's 4,500 acres or something. You'll know where I'm talking about on the old 65 going out of town just past Wise Road there on the right. Yeah. It's a beautiful yep. little area. And, there, and it goes way back in there. I used to work in a spot by that, and it's a so beautiful ground. Coon Creek is technically Sutter County. It's right on the edge of Sutter and Placer. Uh, this is to be a little bit north of that, though, because this is uh, so this, this might be, be Placer, is this County. Placer County. Okay. Yeah, because this is you know the the old Highway 65. Because I, you know, um, that's that's an you know they had the shooting range out in. Well, first off, do you know what they're building over there or what the land's for sale? Is it just development or is it farm? I don't know why I'm hoping it's somehow... Hopefully it's still farming or something, right? Yeah, but I mean, the way this shit works, the right freaking yeah. people pay the right people, and all of a sudden it's own freaking residential. Because it's, I mean? it's, it's not just the hunting that goes away, too. There was a... I think it... I mean, I could just be making this up, but I thought there's a shooting range like in South Sacramento County that basically the shooting range was there for years. They build houses like they do everywhere. They complain about the shooting range yep. and then they shut the shooting range down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like somebody, yeah, buy a house next to an airport and complain about the noise. You know? Right. And yeah, that's well, that a, happened in Auburn, the trap club up there. I think they're still, but they had all kinds of problem up there. Yeah. They put a shot curtain up and everything because some, some oh, guy so moved in up on the hill. I mean, I'm all, this is all hearsay, so I don't know yeah. how true it is, but I mean, it comes from fairly reliable people. And they did have a shot curtain out there because the guy, he's all pay for it and everything. Okay, well, once he did that, it started a whole nother issue of people because it was echoing off and going on the people behind him that never oh, complained about yeah. it. yeah. So, and that place has been open since like the 40s. And they're still rural, yeah. but now they got all these friggin' high dollar houses and, you know, and it, it, if, it's Italy shut down eventually. They're down to where they barely operate a couple of days a week. And well, yeah. for for our area, if you're in, you know, Yuba Center, Placer County, really Placer has, or you know, Roseville, Lincoln has the best access to it. But Coon Creek's like really all we got. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've wondered, is there really no market to open something like that? You know, up here, like Yuba City, Marysville area, or There's is it some just indoor the, shooting ranges and stuff? Yeah, but I mean, like the trap, the sporting clays oh. and trap, you know. Yeah, that. I mean, I don't mind driving to Coon Creek. It's not that Coon bad. Coon Creek, and then uh, they got Nevada County Sportsman's in Grass Valley, but that's a hike for a valley guy. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and they're open to public? On the weekends, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, for I know Yellow has, a, like, Yellow Sportsman's Club yeah. or something. But they're under fire all the time, too, up there. You know, Are they're they? dealing with yeah. they're in Nevada City, so you know oh, what yeah. they're dealing with. Yeah. So it's a constant war for them, too, you know. And, uh... Yeah, the the Nevada. Well, I mean, you're from that area, so yeah. you know. I mean, oh, it's yeah. it's so different, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah. Living down here, there's like two different countries, you know. And the it wasn't that way when I was a kid, but it sure is now. Well, the hippies were, are different now too, because it it used to be that there was kind of this, um, and you you know more than I do, but like the hippies were kind of this like more like oh freedom, do whatever you want type hippies, right? Yeah. You know, so maybe they didn't hunt, but they weren't like, they were, oh, people hunt, that's cool, people own guns, that's cool. It's totally different now. This, this like, modern liberal isn't really liberal like they used to be. No. I, I mean, I, I think that us might have more in common with, like, an uh, OG hippie from the 60s 
than we might think now. Yeah. Because a lot of the values they had was somewhere the same, other than, you know, doing LSD and friggin', <laughs> you know, uh, free love and all that. But, right. uh, I mean, I, you know, a lot of it was the same. And now there's there's definitely like a militant wing of it that's Yeah, that's down. what it Everybody's is. Everybody's throwing on what you need to do and what you can do and what you can say to who. And There's really a, a you know, I don't know. There's really a difference between left wing and and liberal in the in the literal sense of what it means to be a liberal. Like left left wing is that more like militant, yeah. You call it progressive, whatever. And I think, I think as far as like what we're into, right? I mean, I'm I'm I don't mind being friends with people that have different political views than I am, but there's definitely a a political view that just doesn't want us. To exist all, yeah. <laughs> is what it feels like, right? You know, and I, I, I hate that sometimes conservatives get lumped into like, oh, you don't care about people. You don't, dude, I care about people. Yeah. You know, I, and I do. I feel sorry for, you know, some of Sure. This. But the root problem of a lot of this homelessness is mil- mental illness and drug abuse. I mean. So but, it's like yeah. by keeping and it's like feeding the bears, you know, it's. Yep. You're not helping them, you know, it, it's, you know, you're enabling them and it's somehow people just don't get to that's i still care and to me it's the actual care by making somebody take care of themselves absolutely you know yeah and i I think we get lumped in like oh we're just all heartless bastards that don't care about the animals or people or whatever it's like no it's gonna be further than the truth you know well we we're i don't know how to say it we care about animals people uh in in the context of of reality yeah. So like they have these pipe <laughs> dreams, right? That you know, if we if if we just don't do anything to people and don't punish them for being homeless, then they'll just naturally want the best for themselves and it's like, no, these people yeah. are mentally ill. They yeah. need help. Yeah. I mean, this morning, like I told you when when I saw that lady walking back and forth just screaming at cars, oh, yeah. myself included. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like Oh, yeah, and I've seen that multiple times, yeah. dude. I've seen one gal stripped down right at the little right. cookie lube right on the corner there. Like, what the hell? Like, I feel bad for her. Yeah. Truly. Like, that's, that's uh, you know, that's at one point was was a, a, a child with lots of potential, and yeah. now they're running around Marysville screaming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was that, that uh, Mighty Ducks guy. Remember that got oh, arrested yeah. in Marysville? Yeah. So, like, I guess he's straightened out. He is, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he is, which is awesome. But, you know, see, come come get arrested in Marysville, and your life will be good. Yeah. (laughs) It's a proven proven way to get better. Come come here and get arrested. Exactly. Uh, But, yeah, he, I mean, so, you you know, obviously that, that kid was normal at one point, if yeah. not if not better than normal, right? Was yeah, it, was yeah. In a couple child movies, star, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and he's a tweaker up here. Before you I know mean, it. any one of us would pass by that guy and, and yeah. just go, "Oh, another tweaker," right? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Not now. I mean, now yeah. he's back to, you know, it seems like hopefully, he's, yeah, hopefully he still has it together. But yeah. uh, so it's just, it's like these are all people. Yeah. But. Um, but it's it's a total waste of a. I don't mean waste of life like you know like they're not valuable, but I just mean like they've wasted their they've life. Wasted life away, right? And I can say there's so many outlying issues and all that, but it's like, I don't know. The the there's a cure to all this. It'll never happen, but it's really easy. It's, you know. Parents raising their children properly in a two-parent home, teaching people more of the. I mean. Yes, you're going to have a couple, you know, maybe 
people that got some mental issues. But bottom line, all this stuff can be <laughs> fixed by a two-parent home of a loving family of a mother and a father that teaches their children how to not be friggin' dirtbags. Well, you have to have some sort of societal morals, values, and, and there's, norms. There's no value in a two-parent home any longer. But uh, well, there's no norms anymore. No, there isn't, and that's that's okay because we got to be. Well, you know? yeah, and and but you have to have some sort of ideal to live up to for things to work. And you know, there's this this dude um, who I listened to on Rogan's podcast. Michael Schellinger is a guest, and he wrote a book called San Francisco Sicko. Oh, yeah. Just a, and this, you know, when he wrote this book was a couple of years ago, so I'm sure it's a hundred times worse now. But he he studied some of the, like the European um, solution for homelessness, and they acknowledge that humans shouldn't live on the streets like animals, so huh. they don't allow it. They just don't allow. Like you're just not allowed to. Yeah, and that's part of it. Is it's been there's no respect for authority. They let right. them do it. Right over here on Marysville, going on over the, what's that, the 10th Street Bridge? Yeah. Is that where that lady was yelling at yet? Yeah. Yeah, right there. They've been posted up. They weren't there. <laughs> now they're there. They got kicked out of someplace else. Oh, at the park? Yeah. And now they're over there on the bottom of the 10th Street Bridge. Yeah. Hollering at people, sleeping on the side. And well, the cops ain't running them off. I, I mean, I get that they're the, they don't have a whole lot to do with it. Right. But it's just like, yeah, it shouldn't be permitted. I mean... That's not, it's, 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 you're letting people waste away and you're going to, you know, unfortunately it's going to take some type of, uh, you know, enforcement and some kind of like, it, you're going to like, to you're gonna get institutionalized until you conform. But I mean it, and I, I don't know if this side can take that anymore. I don't know if we're ever going to go back to I those days, either. but you go to like Mexico, there's not a home anywhere I went. They're not everywhere. No, I right. did run into a couple and these people were destitute. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you're poor there, you're real poor. And they're not, they weren't begging. Right. They weren't, you know, some were trying to, you know, if they had a skill, do something for money. But these people were destitute. They're trying to survive. Yes. Yeah. You know, one guy looked like she might have had, I don't know, something mentally going on. And she looked blind maybe or something. And it's just like, this is real. This isn't some... You know, they were on their Obama phones. kid that has daddy issues that friggin' started doing smack, yeah. and now is on the streets. You know, no, this is real destitution. You know, sure. and it's just like, I don't know how we're coming up on the Fourth of July weekend here, and when this podcast launches, we'll be right before it. So we probably ought to get on a little bit better topic because we still love this country. We got a. <laughs> you know, I posted a picture up there. I heard a little bit back about it. There was an eagle sitting on a dumpster and saying what the founding fathers would see if they came back and looked at America today. And well, it's just sad. We got it so good here. And, uh, you know, I don't know what we can all do. I guess we can just uh, do our part, but it is kind of discouraging sometimes. I mean, the good news is, if we want to get more on a positive note, we've talked about this before on the podcast, just, but, you know, just through – through the waterfowl community and just other things, there's a lot of really cool people out there. A lot oh, of good yeah. people, a lot of generous people, a lot of lot lot of people there are a lot better than I am out there. Yeah, you know, thank God for that. Yeah, no, we <laughs> you know, we yeah we run into man, we meet them all the time just through right. the podcast. Yeah, you know, and it's it's nice to see in our local area that it ain't all just when you're on your commute or whatever and you see all this and you hear it on the news. Nah, there's still a lot of regular folks yeah. around, you know. There is. That's one thing I've learned with this, because I talk to people on Instagram all the time. I'm talking to people all over the place, you know. 
there's good folks, you know, and I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, so what, one of the things we should talk about, too, um, is, you know, our, our, for folks that might maybe, you know, we get a lot of messages, and, and we d- definitely please, please keep those coming. Uh, we, we enjoy hearing from folks who are listening. Um, and then if you you want to be on the podcast, we can't guarantee that we'll be able to make it work with schedules and timing or everything. But, you know, if you have something that you think it's in, you've been listening to us and you have something, uh, a story worth telling and in the duck hunting or adjacent, adjacent topics, we'd love to have you on. So hit us up on Instagram, filthy spoon waterfowl. Uh, you can message us there. If you get an inappropriate response back, it's probably John. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the one doing the heavy lifting with it. Robert's a very busy guy. I'm busy too, but I'm a multitasker, so. And I don't have uh, little kids like he does and stuff, so I'm a little bit more free to do that. And I'm the creative mind of this, so, you know, that's the way it goes. Well, it's true. You are, uh, you are yeah, you are kind of a, a suppressed artist in many ways. <laughs> You're also a uh, social scientist with your your white trash tier system that you developed. Yeah, yeah, I pay attention to a lot of stuff, and it's just funny to see how it all works out. But you'll have to. Get, uh, psychologists will be. They're going to steal that from you. They're going to start diagnosing people as tier one, tier two. I would love to see a real shrink come on and tell me what's wrong with me. <laughs> I don't think we have any people in that field listening to this show. But maybe somebody's got an uncle or something. I would love them to come down and break me down and tell me, you know what, I went camping with my uncle Rick when I was eight, and that's why I am the way I am. Or, oh, my word. I don't know. It would be kind of funny to see, though, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we're not monetized now, and now we're never going to be monetized. No, I don't think so. <laughs> we're we're going to get kicked off all these platforms after that episode. <laughs> Lots of trigger warnings for, for our guests. Well, John, looks like we... Shit, we're dang yeah. an hour already. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a slow one, but... Uh, well, it's always good to get together and, and catch up and see how things are going and a little jealous of your, your flight over the valley. Yeah, well, uh, we'll have to do it again. My good buddy Joel said he can do it again. We'll, we'll uh, time it, right? He ought to fly you over uh, Marysville on 4th of July so you can see all the fireworks in he my act- neighborhood. He actually said that he was going <laughs> to think Did about he? flying... On 4th of July down here. Because, I mean, all the valley towns do the fireworks. Oh, my gosh. That'd be cool as hell. And not just the shows. And the illegal ones. Yeah. Yes. I mean, what? so, I I don't know. Some years I go out and buy a bunch of fireworks from the stands, you know. Safe and sane. Yeah. But, you know, they're all right. They're kind of fun, but they're expensive, and, and they're not that cool, right? They're not as cool as they were when we were kids. I mean, we never had the good, you know, Alabama fireworks yeah. here. But the ones now are like, really? Well, last time I, I, I bought some Piccolo Pete's and I was going to show my kids. I was like, hey, check this out. This is what dad used to do, right? Smash them with oh, yeah. a hammer and yeah. then they blow it. Dude, they maybe, don't work no more. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. They changed. They made. <laughs> they yeah, took we away used to have hat. a hollow hammer or a hollow pipe on a handle hammer and we would do it and we'd launch them out of that. Yeah. And I, no, they don't do that no Isn't more. Isn't that crazy? I try to show my kids that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know the outlaw and M80s kids? Well, check this out. <laughs> Your old man knows a trick. <laughs> like, it didn't do anything. I felt so lame. <laughs> you know, they're not even legal in the hills at all anymore. No. When I was a kid, they were. I mean, yeah. you could only use them in city 
limits. I don't know. So like the everybody would word. go downtown and do yeah. them in the, at like Safeway parking lot in Grass Valley. Or, right. You know, and then you would do them in front of our houses if you lived in city limits. Yeah. But I guess because we're not responsible enough to not burn down the friggin' town. I mean, they, it's been years. They're none up there. Well, now what people do is they will put their ladders in the front in their street and put the fireworks on the, to try to make it you know, more elevated. More, yeah. Like, that's pretty... Uh, well, should just put it on your roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there's always some people on Facebook complaining about the fireworks and their dogs. And I've seen a post about that. And like, dude, if your dog's scared of fireworks, get a better hunting dog. Right? <laughs> dude, my dog's a little nervous with fireworks now. No, they she, don't she like didn't used to. She didn't used to be, but they get older and they I get a little do. bothered by more things. I took my dog, Lily, before Laverne here. I took her out shooting one time and I had her a kennel because we were yeah. shooting rifles. And she didn't like it. Yeah. She did not like it at all. You know, good. Gun in your hand. I mean, she's running right. around that, but that did not sit well with her. Yeah. You know? so, and I get it. They get scared. I mean, I'm sure, but it's. I just crater, her, put a fan on. It's, it's yeah. normally fine. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you don't got them out there watching it. You're no. sitting, they're sitting in the house. They hear some noises, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't put my dog in the backyard on a 4th of July night. And, yeah. You know, I go enjoy the fireworks somewhere else. And yeah. You know, they're out there panicking all night. Yeah. But it's that, I will say, so, you know, some, I try to go to a show every year because it's just better fireworks. But sometimes, uh, two different years, we just went up on the levee in Marysville and watched the neighborhood. <laughs> There's so many illegal fireworks around here. <laughs> and and I'm not burning anyone by saying that. Everyone knows oh, it. they do. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Well, actually, it's shit. I guess I can release this. My buddy, Joel, that took me flying today, he got arrested for illegal fireworks in, like, 1997. Okay. Wow. Arrested. This guy, he's always over the top. Everything he has is over the top. I mean, my dad wanted to kill this guy at one point because he had a CB radio. My dad was a big CB dork. And uh, he was screwing with him all his my dad's handle was iron horse and he would call him stick horse and he'd fuck with him what all was the emergency time. channel on cbs like nine or something remember it was yeah, like that so. yeah yeah so he would mess with my dad constantly and my dad but my dad never figured out of my buddy <laughs> doing it but he had this monster CB so he was trolling thing. back then before, oh, yeah. so before the internet he was trolling on oh, cb he was radio doing this, yeah he was doing this yeah i, I he was doing it before I even met him, and then I finally figured out who he was. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And he had some military surplus freaking... Oh, yeah. Dude, I used to pick up CBs as a kid. I'd get them from, like, garage sales and have to get an inverter so I could run it in my, in oh, my yeah. house. Oh, yeah. He had this linear that had fans yeah. on it and stuff. You'd hold a friggin' uh, fluorescent bulb up to the antenna and it would glow it. It was friggin' putting out so much power. So he had <laughs> shut down the whole valley, and he'd just talk shit. My dad was trying to find him forever. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, yeah, anyway, him, he got arrested, <laughs> hauled off, if I remember right, because they started making a big deal out of it. We're like, they're taking you to jail for illegal fireworks. Well, probably, the, especially in the mountains, too. Yeah. 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 And I, <laughs> he got in trouble for it, I remember. That's funny as hell. Well, that was they, a long time ago. Let me tell you, they don't take people to jail in the valley, at least not in Marysville. Not anymore. Yeah, you take a lot of people to jail. Yeah, them days are over. You have to get a bus. They used to take you to jail pretty easily. I sure wish I'd have been a tier two these days. It would have been a lot easier. Yeah, I will say, like, I, I've noticed that it, yeah, it I takes went a lot to jail to get for nothing in the past, man. <laughs> they ought to, yeah. they ought to give you reparations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for, for, for jailing you for no yeah, reason. Exactly, yeah. 
Yeah. But uh about to calculate how much of your livelihood <laughs> was destroyed by yeah. yeah. From that, you know, things I mean it, it it is pretty wild. Like I imagine I'd be like I I'm not a you know, I mean it's no secret. I'm not a pothead. Like I don't yeah, care about pothead. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Doesn't I doesn't appeal to me at all. Me neither. But I do kind of feel bad for the people that, you know, got arrested for pot 20 years ago or something and now it's on their record. Oh, and, I didn't and think now, now you can go to a dispensary and get, yeah, get way more potent pot than this person yeah. went to jail oh, for. Yeah. yeah, the traffickers even worse, you know. You're doing like real time over it, you know. Oh, well, yeah. Trump was letting a bunch of them people out. Oh, was know? he? Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people that are in jail forever over stuff, you know. Yeah, if you're if if you had a pot conviction, I don't know. They probably there's got to be a way to get that like off your record now that it's illegal. I would think they're probably. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Yeah, I'd be pissed. (laughs) Yeah, you should you should fight back. Hey. Yeah, hey, it's legal now. (laughs) But so yeah, this one going to be Fourth of July coming up. Uh, I don't know when it will come out, but it'll be a little bit Fourth Fourth. So have a good, safe Fourth if you're out there at the lake. Have a safe and sane Fourth. Yes. But not a pussy safe and sane. Yeah, no, put those fireworks on the ladder. Have yeah, yourself a show. I agree. Do what you can. If you're out there on the lake with all the other idiots, look out for the friggin' drunks and the cops and, you know, have a good time. And if you're out camping in the woods, awesome. I wish I was there with you. And uh, I don't even have any plans. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh. Uh, I, I don't have a clue. Probably sit in Gridley and watch the illegal fireworks somewhere, I guess. But, yeah. Um, so anyway, everybody have a good week. Uh, I don't know. We don't have a clue what we're doing next. We got a couple cool guests lined up coming down the pipe. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of it's scheduling issues. So, but you know, we've we've re- we've had some people reach out to us. Um, yeah, we've had. I've reached out to a couple. Some have reached yeah. out to us. I mean, that's yeah. We're gonna keep talking to all kinds of different people. We're gonna talk. We want to talk to an old refuge guy. We talked to the young mullet-ridden kid that we all despise and. Now we will see if we can get like an old timer guy. Oh my But I'm curious to see. I I I want to talk to an older guy that's because you we've all seen him out there. The old guy goes been out and that's all he does. It's, you know. This has all come up around him, this weirdo broness and all the gear and he just like social media. Yeah, social media the whole deal, like what's podcast. It's kinda like uh that friggin' Clint uh, Grand Torino. Yeah, it's kind of like that version of the duck hunter guy that's out there. Oh, and I've yeah. seen a couple. The other guys, you know, he's born and raised in Calusa. Well, he's just a friggin' farm worker or whatever, or you know, what, whatever yep. he works at a gas station, whatever the hell the guy does, and he goes hunts the refuges. All of a sudden, all these sick jackets. Start yeah, turning. so then there's all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what do you mean I can't smoke at a check station? You know. That oh kind of my stuff. word! But uh, anyway, I'd like to—I don't know if we get somebody that crusty on, but it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but there's a couple guys. There's this one uh, dipshit exterminator guy I know that. <laughs> hopefully, he's a little more mature than I used to know, but he has a lot of hunting experience and goes a lot of places. And I, w- I might talk to him. I don't know. Good. Does he listen to podcasts? I—I I don't know. Uh, I he might. So. He we'll find me. out. We'll find out when he. Yeah, when I, he I, hears he this. I don't know. I call him Dale Gribble. He's like the dude on King of the Hill, but uh. See, but everyone, everyone that knows you, because you're, you're, I got, we got, I know we got to wrap this up, but they, sh- people should know. You, this is just how you talk. You talk <laughs> about all your, fr- you talk about people you like or dislike. It doesn't matter. You just talk crap about everyone. It's hilarious. 
Yeah, I, I've I, done a 12-hour yeah. road trip with you, and you <laughs> talk crap about every town we drove through. It was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. You had something unique to say about every single town we drove through. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, I I don't know. I think I just talked the truth. I don't know. I guess somebody might see it as an insult. I mean, I have been told that before, but uh, I guess if you get insulted by it, uh, fuck you anyway. But uh, yeah, so. Anyway, we'll wrap her up here. I probably got to hit the head. And uh, anyway, y'all have a good fourth, and we shall talk to you soon. All right. See ya.